Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you. On a Tuesday morning, thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Sorry. Sorry. Just saw something funny. Oh, I got got to read you this, Robbie. Florida safe, former Florida safety Marco Wilson doubled down on his decision to throw the shoe in 2020 versus LSU when asked if he'd do it again. 100%. I'd probably throw it further. You know what? I respect that. I respect it. I, respect I really it. respect that. There you go. That's a man of principle. Exactly. Thanks for tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville. Or at Brupolo over in Tupelo, it'd be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Blackhawk. Oh, yeah, that would be a little weird. Brewhawk? Yeah. Black brew doesn't work because people like to put cream and sugar and stuff. It doesn't, you know, you can't just get coffee black anymore. That's right. I mean, it's just, it's it's tough to come by. Blackhawk, that is in, uh, that's, that's, that's in, in, um, Outside the Delta, or in the Delta, it's, I guess. It's in the Delta. It's, it's, it's on the. It's uh, right outside of Wyoming. Yes, that is correct. It's in Carroll County. Boom. Boom! I knew it. My in-laws used to live there, so that's how I know. I've been to Black Hawk a few times. That's right. I forgot. That's where uh, Fur's family's from. That's right. Carroll County. Carroll County, and of course Lafleur too. They lived in Greenwood and in Edabina. Yep. So I know all about the Delta. I know all that's about a good. That's a good folks down that way. I know all about a good, a, a fine, a fine dinner at the Crystal Grill. Ooh. Well, now I'm hungry. Ah, man. You Where can get going? almost. You can get almost anything that you want from the Crystal Grill. That's one of those. Places. I mean, it's, they, they might just cook for you. Be like, you know, could you just do? And you know what? We got it. Yeah, give me a minute. Yeah, we got. You know, I, I'm sure we can scrounge that up back there. Yeah, and one of make the, it happen. The spaghetti and meat. Okay, you know, give us some top minute. top three pie on oh, planet Earth. Good there. I'll tell you what though, I'm still thinking about the pie from a like Tikata. Yes, it's very underrated. Mm. Mm. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, or it can be shipped right to your door. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise you're looking for. Whatever it is, if it's for you, great. But if it's for your house, for your car, for your tailgate, or you want to, you know, you're looking to buy a gift, they have great gift ideas. Everything Mississippi State, it's right there at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. You can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. 
And then I have sort of a good news, bad news here for you. There's a new college corner location and opening up uh, next month. Oh. In Oxford. Oh. <laughs> and uh, well, we will be there for Sports Talk Mississippi. We will be there live uh, at the uh, grand opening of the new college corner in Oxford, Mississippi. I imagine Starkville's not too far behind seeing a college corner as well. Uh, where are we here? Restaurant Tyler. We got the call today, by the way, from uh, from our friends. They're like, "It's been too long. We need to all have the uh, the boys' lunch at Restaurant Tyler." And as we like to say, that do sound good. So that do sound good though. That do sound good. So that'll be happening, I guess, this week. Is that, is that what I read? That Wednesday we're supposed to go to lunch. We there's not been finalized plans, but we need to make that happen. If Wednesday would like be a to, good day because you got to come to Starkville that day. That's right. If you would like to see us all in the wild eating. One of our favorite lunches on the <laughs> like earth. We're at the zoo. That's right. By the way, I mentioned that Robbie's got to come to Starville on um, Wednesday at to start the noon hour. Robbie and I will be on uh, middays with Gerard Gibbert uh, discussing our catfish tour. So if you want to hear from me and Robbie, uh, we'll be right here, right here in our in the uh, Super Talk Studios here in Starville. Can't wait. Yeah, and I can't wait for lunch at Restaurant Tyler. Uh, 16 Priority One Bank locations. I'm all over the place today. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi ready to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com. Find the location nearest you. And when you do that, you can get to open an account, and that's going to serve you for a long, long time, well into the future. Guys, everybody in, in, our, in your life, there comes a day where you're like, I need to talk about somebody about a loan. I want to do something with the house. I want to get a new car. I want to... I want to, you know, uh, expand my small business. When you do that, you don't want to be talking to corporate people that you've never met. You want to be talking to the people who are in your community that you eat lunch with, that you go to church with, that you see every day. That's what the difference that a Priority One Bank is going to provide you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. We got the names today of the players that are headed to SEC Media Days. Uh, which is, like I said, as as you're listening to us, but as we're recording, it's Monday. So we would be in the thick of the first day of SEC Media Days on Tuesday of next week. That is Mississippi State's day. They are scheduled for the afternoon session. Uh, we have already, for Sports Talk Mississippi purposes, we already are lining up all the players to be with us. And Coach Zach Arnett will join us, hopefully live on the show. But if not, we will pre-record a segment with him. Um, Mississippi State's. Representatives are as follows. Jaden Crumity makes it back-to-back appearances at Media Days. And then two offensive players, one of which we in the media don't get to speak to very often, but Jaquavius Marks, Woody Marks, will make a Media Days appearance. And for the first time, and it's long overdue, Will Rogers will be at SEC Media Days, one of five quarterbacks uh, in the SEC making it there uh, of the ones, basically of the proven guys, Four of them are there, plus Joe Milton. Jaden Daniels, K.J. Jefferson, Will Rogers, Spencer Rattler, and, uh, as I mentioned, Joe Milton. Jackson Dart, I guess it makes sense for him not to be there. There technically is still a competition, but I think we all know that Dart's going to win that. Two things. First off, there's not enough quarterbacks, all right? I think Dart should be there, but whatever. Devin Leary should be there. He's going to be Kentucky's starting quarterback. Why is he not going? A.J. Swan should be there from Vanderbilt. Brady Cook should be there from Missouri. Um... Not leaving anybody out. Carson Beck could come. He's going to be the starter at Georgia. We all know it. But yeah, you're just you're just overthinking this. This 
these guys are the leaders of your team. I, every team should have their quarterback in rep, representing their team. I because that, if you're not settled at quarterback, like Alabama, yeah. okay, you don't want to send a quarterback. I, I get it, you know. But everybody else, yeah, yeah. But what I what I noticed about this is that where are the stars? Like not, it's kind this of a, is a weird year time, where we're gonna have to it? make new stars in the conference because there's not a lot of of notice, notable guys. Definitely a transition year. Mm-hmm. As far as just just the the star power of it, now the talent is there. Mm-hmm. You, we just haven't seen a whole lot of guys emerge just yet. I think you will see that as the year goes on. I mean, in, in the SEC, it's inevitable. You're going to have superstardom emerge. We just haven't seen a ton of those guys yet. There's not a there's not a ton of those players out there uh, in the spotlight just yet. I, I expect to see that at um, LSU, Alabama, Georgia, places like that, and. You know, I mean, what, what's your what, what's kind of your definition of star? You know, the guy, a guy that is like a Johnny Manziel, flamboyant mm-hmm. type guy, or like the the star like players. Because mm-hmm. I think you know we have the Brock Bowers out there, um, and I think that's you know guys like that are are definite stars. But you're right; there's not a whole lot of um, flashy names or flashy players just yet that have really kind of emerged just kind of guys that have either flown under the radar or we haven't really seen anybody emerge yet yeah when i look at this list so let's sort of go through it team by team alabama like offensively alabama does not have stars now they will by season's end but right now like there's no derrick henry or, or Najee harris there's no jerry judy or Devonte smith on this team um kool-aid mckistry McKinstry is a star for them. Dallas Turner, those are two of the best defensive players in the conference, but they're centered on offensive linemen. J.C. Latham's very good, but, I mean, he's a lineman. I, I love linemen, don't get me wrong, but, you know. Arkansas, their stars are coming, right? K.J. Jefferson and Rocket Sanders are both showing up. Auburn is a team that doesn't... Who are the stars at Auburn? Oh, nobody right now. If you I didn't mean, know Jarquez Hunter from being a Mississippi kid, you probably couldn't name a single skill position guy they have. And see, Jarquez Hunter has been kind of that uh, supporting role mm-hmm. player. You know, oh, he's well, not even he's not even really like a yeah a star. And on top of that, yeah. with the, the off the field stuff, he's he's not coming. He's not going to be there. Yeah, so, uh, Florida, same thing. This is Florida. Rex Grossman, Tim Tebow, Percy Harvin, right? Riddell Anthony, Ike Hilliard. Jacquez Green, where are the stars at Florida? They don't have any. And I mean, they haven't really in the yeah. last several years. No, that's part of the reason they haven't been great. I mean, since, An- since Trask I mean, and Kyle Pitts left. I mean, are we going to call Anthony Richardson a star? No, nah. he was very he was very okay. Start. He started for one season, and he was just okay. Georgia, Brock Bowers is a star, no question. Yes, especially as a tight end. The other two guys, I mean, Cedric Van Pran is probably the best offensive lineman in the conference, but it's tough to call him a star. Kentucky, Someone will emerge on the defensive side of the ball for them yes. and also at running back. Yes, yes. Kentucky, I mean, it's tough to have stars at Kentucky, but none of these guys count. None of these guys are star. LSU leaves out, I think, their biggest star. Where's Malik Neighbors? Yeah. 
Elite Neighbors, Jaden Daniels is... Daniels is going, but no Malik Neighbors. And then another guy... Well, uh, well, their biggest star is uh, is is probably... Um, Perkins. Yeah. Harold Perkins. Perkins. Who's, who's, going, who's going? Is he not going? No. Oh, Unless really? you would send him was... Jaden Daniels, Josh Williams. Look, this we're talking about L- who's a running back. This is LSU, right? We're, we're talking about Leonard Fournette and Darius Geis and Jacob Hester and, you know, Josh, uh, Jeremy Hill and, and all these great running backs going all the way back. Dalton Hill, you're going all the way back. Who the hell is Josh Williams? I couldn't pick him out of a lineup of two. Why is Harold Perkins not going? He's not going. The defensive player going is Makai Wingo. They're not even sending Mason Smith. Oh, man. So no neighbors and no no Harold Perkins. Ole Miss, like I said, I get why Dart's not going. Ole Miss did about the best they could. Cedric Johnson, DeAndre Prince, probably their two best defensive players. And then they are sending Quinshawn Judkins. I mean, that Jud- Judkins is one of the stars in the SEC. He's one of the stars. No question. Yeah. Missouri, Missouri doesn't have stars. I mean, they just don't. <laughs> Luther Burden would probably be the closest thing. They have Theo DeRosa. Well, he doesn't play for them, though. So, uh, South Carolina. Sending Rattler, very good. Kai Kroger is their punter is actually a star. People know who that is. He's a really good punter. But I mean, they named a field after him. I I shop at his store. Unbelievable. Uh, Tennessee sending Joe Milton. Okay, I like that. You know, they lost a couple of skill position guys, but Joe Milton going makes up for that. All right, that's a guy people want to talk to, especially since it's in Tennessee. You had to bring him. Yeah. Had to bring him. Yeah. A and M, no Wiegman. Anaya Smith, okay. That's good. McKinley Jackson going to, to uh, SEC Media Days. And is uh, is, uh, is Wiegman the is he is he the you know hundred percent the starter? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I yeah. haven't really been keeping up with them. Yeah. And then Vanderbilt, again, it's tough to have stars, but bring your quarterback. Bring AJ Swan. I just don't yeah. get it. Yeah. So I mean this is just I, I, I imagine if we could go back and look at first round draft picks for this group versus maybe like two, three years ago, it, it's going to be big in the other direction. I mean, McKinstry and Turner are probably first rounders. Uh, Van Pran and Bowers, first rounders. Judkins, when his time comes, could be a first rounder. Milton is a potential first rounder if the talent and the production match up this year. I mean, it's just not a lot of superstars, though. It's it's kind of this is a weird year in the SEC. Yeah, it is. It, it really is kind of a transition year. I think. I think it, a lot in large part with the because of the quarterbacks. I mean, the quarterbacks. There's some talent out there, but not a ton of experience. Right. It's the weird. Yeah, you know, like guys aren't the super talented guys. Will Rogers and KJ Jefferson are good players, mm-hmm. but. When I see KJ Jefferson, I'm not thinking, you know, one one in the draft. Right. When I see Will Rogers, I'm not thinking one one in the draft. I'm not thinking that these guys are going to be, you know, legit NFL quarterbacks. Um, but they're really good college quarterbacks that have played a lot of football. Those are pretty much your most experienced guys. Jaden Daniels has played one year in the SEC. I know he played some at uh, Arizona State. And all that, but he, you know, 
he's considered one of your best quarterbacks right now. He was just okay last year. I wasn't blown away by him. And then you have a lot of these transfer guys that have come in. You have, you know, guys that really haven't proven themselves. The quarterbacks really, to me, is where you start the uh, – you, you start talking about star players. And we just haven't really seen that out of this year's group just yet. Mm-hmm. This is it's, it's just such a, a fascinating year in the conference in terms of, you know, I feel like we have great teams, but, the, the, you know, the, 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 best na- the best names in the conference haven't made themselves known yet. By the way, you mentioned, you know, you don't think Jefferson's a 1-1 guy. There is a potential 1-1 guy in this, in this quarterback group for the SEC, and that's Milton. Yes, got all Milton, the tools. Milton has all the tools. He is he's more talented physically than Anthony Jefferson. Anthony uh, Richardson was. He and he's more ta- talented than Hendon Hooker. Yes, but he's just got if he's got if he has a sim a, a, a good season. If he throws for three thousand plus yards, twenty five to thirty touchdowns, and ten or less interceptions, he should go one one. Yeah. To me, you're seeing all the tools with him. Mm-hmm. But what I always go back to is, you know, Jamarcus Russell could do what the some yeah. of the stuff that he's doing, and yeah. he did nothing in the NFL. Yeah, you know, Vince Young could do all that stuff, and he was mm-hmm. just, you know, he flamed out. Mm-hmm. It, you got to put it all together. Got to put it in the work. Now, Vince, Vince Young was one of the great college quarterbacks ever. So I, I mean, not quite as comparable, but what's go ahead. Um, but the, what we've seen from Milton. Just the raw talent. You're absolutely correct. That guy has the ability to be a first pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. The 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 raw arm strength from him is just. I mean, you just don't see it. Um, and the athletic ability. So everything's there for him. You're you're exactly right. I'm I'm sorry I overlooked him. I completely forgot about him because yeah, you're right. He he but can go. I haven't seen enough of him yet to really put him into your right. Brain. But any and quite frankly, he couldn't win that job. Hinton Hooker yeah. took the job away from him. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a definite wait and see with him. The uh what what was it that Russell what what was the story with him that he like the Raiders sent him the 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 tape to watch that had their plays on it, but there wasn't anything in there. But then it, you know, so it's sort of the thing they took in the movie yeah. there He's yeah, like, Oh yeah, I watched him. it and it was like there wasn't anything to watch. So Yeah. Yeah, that the guy was a complete dud. Yeah. yeah. Physically, though, you know, he had everything, everything, everything you could want. All right. Um, any other thing we want to take to media days in terms of these players? Who, who's the player? If I said you get to sit down with anybody outside of the Mississippi State guys, who who do you really want to talk to the most? I, it, it might actually be Judkins. Judkins or Milton would be my two. I mean, maybe Milton. Just the thought process of you know. You're taking over the team now. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like the last couple of years kind of dealing with that situation, sticking it out? Because he could have entered the transfer portal. He decided to, to kind of stick it out and, and see how things went there. And now it's his time. I want to know, you know, how he's handling that situation. Um, other than that, you know, I'm not really just like – there's not a whole lot of storylines that I, – I do want to hear from um, – Jimbo Fisher, yeah, about the dynamic of Bobby Petrino. Did you know that yeah. uh, that Jimbo Fisher can say the names of all fifty states in less than one second? Nah, I can't. 
Just like that. <laughs> Fastest talker oh, in the world. Yeah, looking forward to it. We we will be like I said live on media on Radio Row in Nashville. Robbie will be there as well. We'll, be, we'll record Thunder and Lightning live from there. You're well, you're leaving Wednesday, is that right? Yes. All right. So we'll we'll I was going. We're going to go ahead and give you guys some heads up. It's going to be difficult. All right. Monday should be no problem. We get the pod done. Tuesday's Mississippi State's day, so Robbie and I are going to be busy deal, dealing with that. And then Wednesday, Robbie's going to want to leave at some point. So it's like, can we get that pod done before he goes? It's just going to be difficult. There'll be no rumblings next week. We got them tomorrow, but we're you know, the rest of the next week. No, no time for that. So, but we will not take off. No, no, we're going to work, but we're going to we're going to keep it rolling, baby. We're the best we keep on rolling, baby. All right, you uh, know what time it is. All right, chocolate starfish. <laughs> Still makes me laugh to this day. Let's move on into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. This weekend or any weekend, it's grilling season, man. It's hot outside. It's time to, uh, to, to, to fire up the grill, and nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. So this weekend and any weekend, when you're looking to get, uh, get to grilling, get to the grocery store, to your butcher shops, and get some beef, some steaks, some burgers, Get a brisket, get a tri-tip, make it happen. Your family will thank you, and so will the 15,000 beef providers here in our state doing a half billion dollars a year worth of agribusiness. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the kind district. I was pleased to see our our, our listener yesterday who tweeted at us about Two Brothers. Uh, got, he went with my recommendation, the Chipotle tacos. They're so good. I think he also tried the pork belly too, though. So he may—I think he may have just gone with both of us on that. One. I know he did um, the uh, pork rind nachos, pork rind nachos. I believe, which yeah, that's a must. Yes. You got to do it. Yes. So highly recommend. Yes, it gets my highest recommendation. So when you're in Starkville, if you don't have a trip to Two Brothers plan, you need to make one. You don't want to miss out on the great smoked Southern soul food plus Bulldog Initiative supporting business. In the heart of the Cotton District, that's Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems they have for 48 years. When you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need support, if you need service, you get to call them back and talk to the same people who made you the sale. Year in and year out, that's how they take care of their customers, and they've been doing it for so long, you know you can trust them. The number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. It's hot. It's hot outside. And when it's hot outside, you need a cool treat. You need to give yourself a little cool down in the middle of the afternoon. You need to head over to Dolce at 509 University Drive. Grab some gelato. Grab a milkshake. And enjoy yourself. Of course, Dolce is—it's such a great place in that you know you got so much going on there. If you're there for breakfast, they're open 7:30 a.m. Tuesday through Saturday. Grab a, a breakfast sandwich or a bagel. Grab some coffee for lunch. They have awesome grilled cheese sandwiches. And then for you know in the afternoon, like I said, you just go in there and you grab your uh, your milkshake. You grab some gelato and you try to beat this this heat we're having. Which you know, if you're from Mississippi, you know all about it. So, when you need a sweet treat in the afternoon and a little reward, head over to 509 University Drive and enjoy yourself at Dolce. 
We are on to the mighty fighting Tigers of LSU in our SEC preview, the defending SEC West champions. They bring back a lot of production, and Brian Kelly, I mean, on the surface, looks like the first real threat in the West to uh, to Nick Saban in quite some time. So there's a good... Well, L- well, well, what do we have here, Mr. Saban? <laughs> Fancy seeing you here at the top of the SEC West. <laughs> well, me and my well, I declare. Yeah. I declare. I do declare. All right, Tigers 10-4 and four a season ago. Had one of the most inexplicable losses of the season in their finale against Texas A&M. Just out of nowhere, cost themselves any chance of being in the playoff, which they would have had to beat Georgia, which wasn't going to happen. But regardless of that, they did, they did bounce back nicely to uh, – to win uh, their bowl game over Purdue. And like I said, bring back a lot of players. will probably be a preseason top 10 and possibly top 5 team. And they start the season off with the best game of the opening weekend. Sunday night in Orlando, they'll take on Florida State, in which would a matchup that should be a top 10 matchup. Last season's game was one of the wackiest uh, you'll ever see. So many issues on special teams led to a fantastic finish that Florida State was able to win. Robbie, I'm going to take the Seminoles to win it again. Ooh. You know, this is a really interesting ball game mm-hmm. because, you know, LSU, I feel like, has, has settled in. that They hit LSU at a, at a really good time last right. year. Yeah. They had a new quarterback. They had a new coach. They were kind of out of sorts on the offensive side of the ball. But LSU's – Kind of established, I think, going in this year. But I think Florida State is, too. I think this is going to be their best season they've had maybe since they won the national championship – or they went to the national championship whenever mm-hmm. – the whatever they did. The they went to the playoffs. They went to the playoffs. Playoff in the first year, 14, yeah. Yeah. So, ooh, I think I'm going to go with LSU. Ooh. I just – I'm really high have, on LSU this year. Do we have a week one – Win or loss in our pick'em competition. We normally don't get that. Normally, week one is kind of chalky, but we yeah, we got a chance. I just think you know LSU still should have won that game last year, despite all the things that happened there at the end or whatever. They still had a chance to win that game. Yeah, I mean, it was tied it on the extra point there, but they didn't get. Was that an extra point? Yeah, it was. It was an extra point that they they would have tied the game. They would have gone into overtime, but and you you and I both know that had they made that kick, Florida State was about to fall apart. Probably. Because LSU had, like, kind of overtaken the environment. It, the well, voodoo, I mean, it was in New Orleans, yeah. yeah. The voodoo was was just... The voodoo and, finally worked against LSU, so... Right. right so, so you're saying 1-0, I'm going to say 0-1. We'll both say a win the next week when they play Grambling, and then they'll travel to Starkville for an 11 a.m. kick. Terrible idea by the SEC. If there's one thing that you can count on Brian Haydad for these days is that he is not going to pick Mississippi State to beat LSU. Under no circumstances would I make that pick. So I will tell you that LSU wins this game to go to two and one. Same here. All right. So now you've gotten three and oh. Yes. I think I think LSU is a national title contender. Oh, I'm I, I think they are even with a loss to Florida State, but let's get to that. Their next three games, well, they have, I'm sorry, they have uh, four in a row before a bye week. No, five in a row before a bye week. And they are all, uh, four of them are SEC games. This is a, uh, 
these are winnable games, right? They play LA, they play Arkansas at home. Uh, you know, uh, they they had a struggle last year, but got the win over Arkansas. I think they'll do that again, especially at home. I, I like them to win that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they they travel to Oxford, take on Ole Miss. I hate that that game's not on Halloween weekend. How hard, I mean, I just don't understand. Just put the game on Halloween weekend. It's just not that hard. Yeah, they'll beat the they'll beat the Rebels. So four and one, five and zero. Oh. They go to Missouri. They'll get that one, I think. So six and zero, oh, five and one. Mm-hmm. And then they have uh, Auburn at home. They'll win that one. They will win that one, I think. But that is definitely one to circle in the whole freeze will win one he shouldn't. Winning at LSU would would qualify. But I don't. I, I think the one that the win one he shouldn't is going to come at home. I agree. I, don't, I think you're I don't right. think Auburn's walking in Tiger Stadium. It's probably going to be a a six thirty ball game or yeah. something. Especially I, if, I, if you're right and they're seven and zero, they're probably like the number two team in the nation. Yeah, number, uh, Georgia. I, they're, they're, they're not they're probably number two. They're not losing to Auburn in Tiger Stadium. They've only they've think. only done it once since what 1999, as call our friend Cole Kublik always likes to point out. So you've got them seven or no, and I've got them six and one. They'll be eight and no or seven and one. They take fun game though. They play Army. That is very strange, but cool. Yeah, I I don't know what the I don't really understand the whole process there, but mm-hmm. that's like that's it. cool. I like it. That seems like something out of like nineteen forty four. It does. Well, I'll tell you, the or last 19, time, 1941, I guess. Last time the no, Army was in the went South, out. it did not go well for us. I just I just know that. That's correct. So, um, then yeah, that, that definitely has an old school feel to it when it Army was winning a national championship. I want you yeah, like Billy Cannon versus Doc Blanchard. Let's go. <laughs> I know they didn't snacks, play. The snacks McGee. <laughs> the, the team's center who was. Versus uh, Full uh, Barrel Johnson. Snacks McGee, the old Snacks, was 5'9", 180 pounds of nothing Dripping but grit. Dripping wet. And he, he played center. <laughs> he played center and linebacker. <laughs> and punted. Uh, then it's a bye week for LSU. And he was and the then, coach. Yes. And then it's the game of the season. They'll travel to Tuscaloosa on November the 4th. You've got them 8-0 playing this game. I got them 7-1. In either scenario, they're in the top five, probably. You yeah. in your scenario, they're probably number two, and Alabama's number three, or reverse that. Two and three. This is a massive, massive game. It will determine who wins the SEC West. And maybe I'm going to surprise you here, considering that I had them losing to Florida State. I think they go into Tuscaloosa and win this game and win the West. I do too, just because of the question marks. And look, we we have the ability to change our opinion when we get mm-hmm. to this point Absolutely. in the year, but. As it stands right now, we have no clue what Alabama's quarterback situation is going to look like. They have question marks to me that LSU doesn't have. And I'm I'm not super high on Jaden Daniels, but he's won in this league. He got better as the year went on last year. I think he's going to, to kind of round into form a little bit. I still think that he has his weaknesses, but I think he's going to have the ability at this stage in his career to go to Alabama and win a game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not going to – I'm not – I mean, isn't that atmosphere like a little – I don't – I hate to say this, but isn't it a little meh to you? 
At Alabama? They're, yeah. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say to that, is that we've never been there. I mean, I I didn't go to the 2014 game. Did you? Yes. Okay. So maybe it was different. It was that. loud. I mean, it was loud, yeah. but it was like, but we've never it's been, not... we haven't been to Alabama for an Iron Bowl, for an LSU game, for Georgia coming to town. We haven't been there for a truly big, even in 2014, you know, Alabama fans are like, it's Mississippi State. We're going to but win. But I, no, but I mean, like, I've, we, I've watched their atmospheres. I, mean, I, I just don't put it on the same stage as Alabama, Georgia, places like that. Like, there's a hundred thousand people there, and yeah. that is that in itself is intimidating. Mm-hmm. But the atmosphere itself, yeah, to me is just not. It's it's tough for all me to that because of the games I've been to over there. I mean, there's just no. It's just not a game. I mean, I just I think go, I, I just think there's a gap. Right? I think there's a gap between LSU and Bama. Oh, there I think no, 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 Tiger no, no. Stadium, I, I totally Sanford Stadium. Totally agree with that. There's a gap between I mean, LSU even and everybody. LSU. But I mean, it's just like one. a. I know, but I, I just – I'm not – it's not like a place where it's impossible to win. What I, makes it impossible to win there isn't the atmosphere. It's the team you're playing. Exactly. It's Saban. Exactly. So it's not all that – I mean, A&M's going in there and won a ball game. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss is going in there and won a ball game. It's mm-hmm. not all that, you know, Yeah. to me, I, I, crazy. I get it. Um. So – Robbie's got them nine and zero at this point. They're probably the number one team in the nation. If they're worse, number two. I've got them eight and one. Sort of the same thing. They get Florida at home. I don't. We don't. Neither one of us like the Gators, so we'll give them that win. Robbie, Georgia State again, another win for the Tigers. And then they they finish up the season with Texas A and M. If Texas A and M is improved and they beat them last year, I mean that could be an interesting game there. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put LSU at eleven and one. I'm gonna guess you're putting them at twelve and zero. Yeah, heading into the uh, SEC. Wow, the SEC championship, SEC which championship game lose. should be number one versus number two. If you're correct, should be Georgia versus LSU, number one, number two. Which means both teams would get into the playoff. Yeah. And then what if Alabama? Um, so if Alabama eleven and one, you could you could get three teams. I think Bama could lose a couple. Okay, but if they if they are eleven and one, they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna put three in there. You know, they I won't. mean, it could be those three, and then like if Ohio State or Michigan. Well, the, that's we're really testing that uh, conspiracy theory, though. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. if it's Alabama, mm-hmm. we're really testing that conspiracy theory. What if Alabama? And then if they have to kick one of them out, yeah, they, what if they're Alabama not gonna got, kick LSU. But what if LSU loses to Georgia? That, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, are yeah. they going to kick LSU out? They kick out LSU and put an out. Oh my you, god, I would, I would. You can't. It would be so funny. It would be if so. They, funny. I might. If they won that game. You can't do Chris. it. I might drive to Houston just to say hello to him that day. Be like, hey, I'm just in town. <laughs> I, I, I want to see Peter Burns sit there with a straight face and defend that. I want to see Chris that. is going to be like peeking out the window. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, dude, did you have any sugar? Yeah. I, I was coming to I need I, some sugar. I just need a cup of sugar. That's the that's the bowl you're going to since you're not in the playoffs. <laughs> All right. 11 and 1, 12 and 0. Man, high expectations on this podcast for the Tigers. All right. From the East, uh, we did Missouri last week. We got Kentucky, Vanderbilt, and Tennessee left. Kentucky, Wildcats. You're just avoiding Tennessee. What's up with that? I figured you. Uh, I'm just picking 
I'm just picking randomly. All right. Kentucky Wildcats next uh, Tuesday on the podcast, which will be, as we mentioned, live from SEC Media Days. All right, guys. Uh, tomorrow. Now, show, wait one second. What? You're not going to play the Cruton song? No, we'll save it for the. Well, first, we're going to save it for Wednesday show. What? It's going to have to wait. Uh, I, I, I got, I got too much. I got other stuff going on. I don't have time. You ain't got. No I actually have. On. As I was about to say, we will do, tomorrow show us the crew. It will be uh, the the rumblings. We'll talk Cruton on uh on, on well, I guess it's on Thursday show. Uh, where we Mr. Zay has added another commitment. Plus, I have an interview scheduled in about twenty minutes. With ESPN's Bill Connolly, I want to talk to him about the numbers, the S and P Plus, what they think of Mississippi State this year, and some other thoughts on college football as well. So that's come that'll be on Thursday's show as well. Don't forget this weekend we'll be live in Algoma at Seafood Junction for our final stop, as far as we know, on the uh, catfish tour. Brought to you by. I Sunday. hope I hope it's not the final. I hope stop. it's not, but if it you. is, it is. We've had a great run, so we'll see what happens, guys. Uh, we're trying to line up some some interviews for that. If anybody knows Brent Smith, get him in touch with us. We would appreciate that. We, he's not answering our texts. Maybe he just doesn't like us. Did we say something bad about Cole? I don't believe I ever have. You right. possibly. Oh, okay, because I'm the negative one. Why don't we why don't we go ask over at the Hall of Champions who the negative one is? <laughs> nah? Nah? Nah. All right. Talk to you guys tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder Live on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.